0: PR Stoppers Talk Brand Narrative, featuring Christina Stayskall, Vice President of Global Communications at Fender. Here is our host, Dex Simon. I'm really excited for this conversation because I love music, love concerts, love guitar playing, can't wait to get back to be hearing more music, and our guest knows something about that. Can you share a little bit about Fender and what the brand's about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me here. I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, everybody has seen Fender in their life. You're at your favorite concert. You're listening to your favorite music. The artists that you love and, and follow are using our tools to fuel the creative expression. So Fender, we're a guitar manufacturer. We're definitely part of music and cultural history. Um, we're actually celebrating our 75th anniversary this year. Leo Fender, the founder, started the company back in 1946 in Fullerton, California. Uh, He started as a radio repair shop and had segued in and worked with a lot of musicians. And um, there's a statement he made shortly before he passed um, that we still hold close to our hearts and use as our company mission and vision, which is that artists are angels and it's our job to give them wings to fly. So that's something that we, all ladder up to across the company.
0: Right, and Fender's been associated with a lot of the so-called guitar gods, but it's interesting, from your research, you found there's a lot of potential guitar goddesses out there, how important was research in developing your strategies and as they evolve?
1: Back in 2015, when our CEO, Andy Mooney, was brought on board, he tasked um, our CMO, Evan Jones, to do a a really in-depth research Uh, Study on behalf of the the brand and the industry because he was really hungry for data. And to your point, that was one of the biggest findings that's been driving our marketing ever since. Obviously, music is super inclusive. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, what you believe. Music is is a form of connection that brings a lot of people together. And we want to support everybody and anybody on their journey. But one of the surprising findings was that 50% of first time buyers are females. Um, yes. And we really needed to make sure I mean, there are tons of female artists throughout musical history from, you know, Sheryl Crow and Chrissy Hind and, you know, modern day Taylor Swifts and things like that. But, you know, we really up the ante in our, our marketing to make sure that and it's not just women too, to ensure that when the consumer or the player is is looking at our Instagram, look at our campaigns, whatever it is, you want to see yourself in that. And so that's definitely something that's been a driver for what we've been doing. Um, and on the PR front, when we're working with media and communications, we feel really grateful and lucky because we have so many stories to be able to tell. We have so many lenses. Um, if we're speaking to you know, parents or talking to more of the tech side of a launch or the business side, the opportunities are, are really endless.
0: Yeah, and you've also been engaged during the pandemic. Obviously people were looking, for new outlets that they could safely do and even share. Um, how did that shift your approach and what you were doing?
1: I think the last year in 2020 has just been a wild ride for everybody. Um, we, we feel really grateful at the start of everything back in March. I mean, people were going home. You brought your computers home. You didn't know when you're going to be back in the office. And we have a, a our guitar learning online program called Fender Play, which we launched back in 2017, Um, we, as a company wanted to purely as a goodwill gesture, what can we do during this time? What everybody's home, how can we help people, you know, deal with the stress, deal with, you know, all the extra coping that had to be done. So, um, the brand gave away three months of fender play to the first 100,000 people that signed up. It's a, a monthly subscription. Um, it, you can learn guitar bass or ukulele um, through bite-sized lessons. It's amazing curriculum recommend everyone trying it. and um, little to our surprise, we they people signed up within 24 hours. So then we extended it again and we extended it again. And by June, we had nearly a million new users within Fender Play. And it was absolutely amazing. Um, Obviously that also meant people were dusting off old guitars or they need to buy a new instrument. So as a result, it also drove a lot of our sales. And, um, you know, we were able to close the, the gender gap within the users in the app and really saw a new influx of this next generation of players.
0: You know, one of the challenges is a lot of people get excited but keeping them engaged and involved. Cause you know, it's not necessarily easy to become a really good guitar player. How do you try and bridge that with some of your messaging and appeal to the people to keep at it? Obviously Fender play, making it more widely available would be a great example.
1: That's that's a really great point. And also one of the second key findings from that research study, I mentioned that 90% of players will give up within the first three months to year. And if we can just get people over the dam, then a player will over that first year, then nine times out of 10, they will become a player for life um so during the pandemic when we were giving away fender play we also wanted to be really careful on how we were messaging everything it was a really sensitive time for media um you know people were taking on a lot of responsibilities a lot of everything had to be very covid related but we didn't want to be self-serving we really wanted our messaging to come off as authentic which is another, um, a little bit of a foundation of our messaging and everything that we do um, and really showing the goodwill gesture behind everything. We wanted to support people because there also are emotional benefits to playing a guitar. Um, It de-stresses you. um, There's a sense of of calming that comes with it. So that's also I believe a lot of meditation and some of the other industries thrive during this time as well.
0: Yeah, so it's really played a role in helping people sort of maintain a level of sanity and have an outlet of creativity um, during the pandemic. Are you making any plans as things start to open? I mean, Broadway in New York, you're seeing concerts are starting to go where tickets are being sold. Obviously that's one way to really get fans excited about that. Is there anything that the company is doing in that space to help sort of keep that energy moving forward?
1: Uh, Artists are the bread and butter to everything that we do. So we definitely um, are supporting them. Uh, We've launched a couple of uh, serialized sessions on our social media uh, channels. We call Fender check-ins, Fender sessions, where the artist is able to walk through their gear, um, showcase how they write a song, and really get that in-depth view. So we've been able to support the artists during this time as well. I mean, they have so much pent-up excitement to release that creativity. And I think there's been a lot of songwriting that we haven't seen. And I think as things start to open up to your point, especially in 2022, we'll see a lot of new songs, a lot of new albums. And once touring is able to, to come into play, um, we'll be excited to kind of join that again as well.
0: Yeah, as we wrap up our interview, I think an important point to mention that distinguishes you is that while some organizations understand we are looking to sort of maximize getting their name out there you take a much more specific approach to generating quality media can you share sort of the thoughts behind it how you go about doing
1: it yeah absolutely and i think that's a great way of saying it Uh, For what we do, especially playing guitar, it is very specific. So unless you are a player, it can be a little daunting. It can be a little overwhelming at first glance. So everything we do from the PR comms team is very thoughtful, very thought out. And we really believe in quality over quantity. So when we're approaching a launch or a business announcement or whatever it may be, we do a lot of thorough research on the editors that we're targeting. We come up with custom tailored pitches. Our messaging is very specific. And we really look at the the flow and almost envision the story of what it'll look like. We want to make sure that it's making sense to, to the readers. And if we have a certain launch, we'll have different versions of that story as well, because we are in a really beneficial place that we can tell the story in so many different ways and in so many different voices you know if we have a guitar launch we can tell the business angle of it we can go really nitty-gritty with our musical instrument media and get into specs we can talk from the tech or we can go you know the parental media approach and and talk about it that way so that's something that we really enforce um globally across the comms function at Fender.
0: Cool. And you probably have also have some access to cool things. I don't know if you can give away some secrets about some of the artists that people might not know about, but maybe instead of that, if you want to share some cool moments that you've had being part of the company, that would be a great way to wrap it up.
1: It's been, I've been with Fender for five and a half years and it's we've definitely had some really cool moments. Um, when we were still back in our office, artists were coming in and out the building at all times. Um, you know, I've we've met her, who is amazing. Just recently, won an Oscar. She also yeah. just taped for the Global Citizen Live show that's airing uh, shortly um, with 150 students from LAUSD and our Fender Play Foundation. So a bunch of us were able to go there and see that taping, which is amazing. Um, we've also had a lot of support from our artists when they're launching a signature, which is. Um, basically where an artist we replicate um, their signature guitar or create a custom guitar that has all the specs to their sounds and their liking and make it accessibly priced for the consumer. Um, they're really involved. Like this is passionate when they're talking and talking about these tools that they're able to use to, to make their music and their crafts. So we've done, um, I've, had the for, I've been really fortunate to attend uh, media events with Chris Stapleton in Nashville. Um, we did a really cool launch for Grace Vanderwaal when we did her signature ukulele. Um, and I recently was Mike McCready just did a custom shop version of his, uh, 1960 Stratocaster and he was absolutely lovely. So I've been able to have, just like I'm talking to you, these FaceTime with, with artists. And just to wrap that up too, the people that I work with are the most passionate group of people I think I've ever, I've ever met and had to been able to interface with. Andy, our CEO, is a lifelong guitar player. Um, Again, back in the office days, he'd be riffing heavy metal at four o'clock in the afternoon, almost daily. Um, So it's it's really great to be around people that just exude this energy and passion for that collective goal that we're all working towards.
0: Great. Well, I got to give you an extra thanks because that's the first time in my life that someone's compared me to some of rock and roll's greatest (laughs) players at any level. So I'll take it where I can get it. Thanks so much for sharing your great ideas.
1: Thank you.